Welcome everyone, Dylan Jamelli here today with a brand new video for you and today we are going to talk everything Anavar. It is just going to be top to bottom, everything you could possibly want to know about Anavar. But before we get into that, just a big shout out and thank you to everybody out there supporting the channel. I cannot thank you enough. The likes, the shares, the subs. Please, if you haven't yet subscribed to the channel, make sure that you click that bell icon so you don't miss any of the updates every time I'm uploading new content. I cannot thank you all enough. Feed that algorithm and let us continue to grow. So let us talk about my friend Anavar. Oh, what a ride I've had my entire life with Anavar. I went from just absolutely despising it to calling it every name in the book to trashing it up and down to admitting my mistakes and now it being almost my favorite compound in existence. Um, but I, I've talked about that at length and at nauseum, and that's not what this is about and this is not about me. It is about Anavar. So let's start talking about it. Now, just some background on it. It was actually created in 1964, so it's been around a long time. The doctor's name was Raphael Papo. Um, it was actually created for the treatments of multiple diseases, including muscle wasting. Um, at that point, anabolic steroids were almost unheard of on the market, so um, it was kind of new in that regard as well. Um, he was part of the founders of the first few oral steroids that actually hit the bodybuilding scene, and later on, um, the company that uh, Papa worked for was called Surly, and it was purchased by Pfizer, and Anabar was then just discontinued. Now, in, in the 80s, when the AIDS epide uh, epidemic started, it was Anavar and Anadrol that were the prescriptions of choice when dealing with muscle wasting issues. Well, with Anavar, it's because it produced lean gains with very little water retention, and it also increased strength, and it helped people that were receiving it. You know, Anadrol kind of showed, as we know, to have more side effects. It was really hard to tolerate, and even though it, it had a lot of good things in terms of helping to prevent muscle wastage and things, the side effects proved to be too, too much back then, and obviously they discontinued using both. Uh, but Anavar was definitely well tolerated in terms of Anadrol use. Um, it really started to catch on big time with athletes, bodybuilders, and just regular people in general when there was a publication that came out and it was called Muscle Media 2000. This was the first ma uh, national magazine that openly talked about steroids and it gave Anavar like the highest rating in regards to the benefits versus risk. So... The, with the magazine focusing on this and telling everybody this, everybody started to flock to it and want to use it. And then with the abilities to cut fat and burn fat, like we know, that's really what most people ultimately end up wanting. It's going to make it more popular. So um, when they developed the formula for Anavar, they synthesized it by deriving its mo uh, molecular structure from dihydrotestosterone or DHT. Now, the key difference is that an oxygen atom replaces the methylation and two carbon in the 17th position. So basically, Anavar was intended to be a gentler D-ball, more anabolic, less androgenic, and it eliminates a lot of the harsh side effects. Um, this was accomplished by actually substituting oxygen for the other elements that are actually generally present in DHT or dihydrotestosterone. Through this process, Pop, Dr. Papo succeeded in creating a steroid that has one of the lowest androgenic rates among synthetic steroids. Now, Anavar is just intriguing on a lot of different levels. It actually seems to defy the definition and limitations of oral steroids. You've likely heard about its clean gains and its relative safety. Anavar actually, way back, was prescribed for burn victims. I've got a study here for you. Um, it was about... 
40% of their total body surface area uh, of burns were selected to receive standard burn care plus Anivar or then without it. So Anivar was used to help regain weight after surgery, the weight that was definitely lost, severe traumas and chronic infections. The people that were treated with Anivar showed to heal much quicker. They obviously had an improved body composition. They preserved muscle mass and they reduced catabolism as well as less hospital stay time. Pretty intriguing stuff. Now, people think Anivar is a little bit overrated because you don't blow up on it. You don't have water retention like a D-ball and Anadrol or testosterone, but you can't deny the quality of muscle and how long it is to, to last. I mean, the capability is far greater with something like Anivar than it is with a D-ball, for example, or an Anadrol, where you're just slamming yourself with side effects, a lot of water weight, a lot of, of problems that occur, and then the recovery is harder. Anytime you're dealing with more side effects, it's harder to keep the gains as it is, and the recovery is a lot harder. Now, many people claim that Anivar helps burn fat, which is a fact. But keep in mind that any steroid that builds lean muscle can burn fat. You got to train, you got to have your diet in check, you got to be consistent and disciplined. Now, with Anivar, the muscles seemed more defined because of its uh, inability to hold water. But there have been studies out there, too, that show Anivar significantly reduces visceral fat in the stomach area with moderate exercise only. And the subjects did keep the fat off after they stopped using it. So don't think that's a, a Dylan Gemelli telling you, oh, you can get away without working out on Anivar and make gains. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, though, it's been proven in studies that people that weren't working out as intense as you'd assume to still did well with it. So imagine if you're using it properly and you're eating and training consistently. That's the difference. Now, Anivar is known as and understandably a boutique steroid. High quality, relatively safe if used properly, and it can be used to kickstart or finish a cycle. I prefer to finish with it. It's a good polisher, but either way, you do need a full post-cycle therapy. All right? It is a suppressive steroid. Keep that in mind. Now, you need uh, to, to make sure that you're protecting yourself with an all-in-one protectant on cycle as well. It's toxic. It's going to hurt your liver, your kidneys, your blood pressure, your cholesterol. And uh, trust me, just because it's considered mild, I've covered this a thousand times, it's more mild in retrospect to something like an Anadrol or a D-ball. But in general, it's still a harsh steroid and you need to protect yourself. Now, let's talk about dosing. For men, 40 to 60 milligrams per day, 60 being the max. For women, 5 to 20 milligrams a day, 20 being the absolute max. With women, you'll always see me recommending 5 to 10 milligrams. and men, you're generally going to see me at 50. Now, the half-life is 8 to 10 hours, so you're going to want to split the dose twice a day as well. Do not exceed six weeks on this. Please just don't. I know some people tend to think that, oh, it's more mild. I can run it longer. I assure you, you don't want to go longer than six weeks, male or female. Um, it stacks well. With damn near anything, you can run it on its own if you like. I don't like oral-only cycles, as many of you know, but I've seen people do it, and they do well with it, and they report doing well with it. So if you are intent on running an oral-only cycle, you can do that. Just understand that you still need a post-cycle therapy, all right? <clears throat> and just remember, just because it has a reputation of being mild does not mean that it is still mild in general. A, a lot of the studies that you go back on that say it was so mild... Look at how much they were dosing. It was like two milligrams a day up to maybe 15 milligrams a day. The original Anivar pills were only 2.5 mg a pill. 
Um, most most people that use Anivar, like I said, that are men are in the 40 to 60 milligram range. You know, so Anivar needs to be taken seriously. It's strong. It can make you very strong. It can add lean muscle. It can cut you up very nicely. It'll dry you out. It can provide you with muscle hardening, vascularity, but it needs to be respected and it needs to be used properly. Um, it's still a steroid and it's a damn good one at that. That is Anivar, my friends. That is everything that you could possibly want to know about Anivar, how to use it, what to expect with it, some history, some science. Hopefully that covers it and it provides you all the insight you need. Um, stay tuned. There's going to be a lot more Anivar videos as well, but stay tuned for plenty more to come. Dylan Jamelli signing off.